Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 1501 of the Lothan Hawks podcast. I am your host, Brad Roland, coming to you on a Monday evening into Tuesday. And this is actually part two of two with my friend Tyler Jones, fan favorite of the podcast. If you missed part one, I encourage you to start there. It should be in your podcast feed right now. You're about to listen to part two of the show, talking about the state of the Hawks and the draft and free agency upcoming, trade stuff, etc. with Tyler Always fun to catch up with him on anything with regard to this Hawks team. Please follow the show on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter if you would like to. Subscribe to the podcast. Importantly, make us your first listen each and every day on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, etc. And after the intro, I'll be back with myself and Tower Jones with part two of this conversation. You are Locked On Hawks, your daily Atlanta Hawks podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's talk about some prospects other than Derek Lively. So it's draft week. I know you have opinions. You mentioned, you know, your top seven or eight. Are you kind of where everybody else is in general? Like, is there anybody that yeah. you just don't like There's, at all? Unfortunately. Or, uh, okay. I'm That's pretty, fine. Because pretty... we, we can, we can move down because look, I, barring a, a big swing trade that I don't really see coming. There are probably seven or eight guys you can cross off for the Hawks, like big swing trade. I mean, like getting up into the top seven, Probably, yeah. uh, obviously, Victor's not available. Scoot, Miller, probably the Thompsons, Cam Whitmore are like really off the table. Maybe you, maybe you get a sliding Taylor Hendricks to like ten, maybe something like that. I, I will say Taylor Taylor Hendricks. I'm lower on, um, primarily because you know it's funny. I, I listened to to the podcast you did with uh Ben Ben and John on. The read and react podcast uh, earlier, yeah, fun and chat. like it's funny because you guys, you guys were or uh, you guys were talking about how um, Jarris Walker was kind of trying to was more or less doing too much with the ball in his hands at Houston, whereas Taylor, like Taylor Hendricks, was just a pure three and D guy, like or uh, he wasn't a pure, but like his role, yeah. he was he was basically the ideal role player, and like to me. Especially in the lottery, I'm not interested in role players. Well, and that's the philosophy. I yeah, need, I, I need, I, I need. A, I, 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 I got no problem with the guy experimenting. He's like Jazz Walker's 18, 19. Like, it's college basketball. Who wins? Don't <laughs> like, yeah. and I get. I, I don't and care look, about wins or losses. I need, I need somebody who's gonna, who's gonna try to be the best basketball player they can. I don't. I, I'm not a fan of guys who pigeonhole like and it's not their fault like who who are pigeonholed into a role and don't try to expand their game while they're playing lower level competition like it's to me because if you if you do if, if this is what like if for taylor Hendricks, if this is like if this is the box you're gonna stay in then you gotta be a shooter like you gotta yeah. be a shooter and you and your defense gotta be like your defense gotta be uh jaron jackson jr good and I don't think it's that like in I'm not that I, I'm one of the lower people on Jaron Jackson's defense just because of the rebounding factor. And like Taylor Hendricks, smaller than that guy, smaller than Jaron. I mean, I'm like, there's a like to me, Taylor, like I'd like I like Taylor more where he was initially going to go before he kind of because he was really good in his role. That's that's the thing. He was really good in his role. And so like there is some value in that. And maybe there's some untapped upside if you get him on a on a bad team to let him experiment a bit more, but it's kind of like he and Jabari Smith kind of have the same issue to me where it's like, 
if this is your box, like it's just if it doesn't work, what's your plan B? You know, like, yeah. can you do something else outside of like the standardized role of an ideal fit? Because basketball, these kids, like these basketball players, aren't robots. Like it's a it's a free flowing sport, so you got to be able to do something else. And like Taylor, kind of like I'm not saying he's going to be bad. I'm just saying if you're telling me right now he's going to tap out as a 14 point per game score on low usage, and then defensively he's like he kind of is like what John Collins is right now as a defender. That's a good player. That's a good player. Sure. But I, I, I kind of want I want more from especially especially from a prospect if I'm drafting in the top ten. Yeah, if, and if, I think if that makes sense. I, it does. It does, and, and that's honestly why I'm a little. It's philosophy. But I'm a little bit lower on him than some. I, I've seen some really aggressive Taylor Hendricks takes. Like the people like see stardom for him. I don't. Really, I don't really see that. I, th- I I see a very good role player, which. The debate could be like where that guy should go in the draft because you're right. There's a school of thought that like uh, with a pick that high, you want to swing a little bit more. Um, or you could look at the history of drafts and say, okay, is this a good outcome at number whatever whatever slot it is in the draft? And that's I get on all sides of that, but you're right. I, I think there's a certain level. Obviously, if you fall to the Hawks, that'd be an absolute steal oh, yeah. of a pick Absolutely. when you do it. But um, and he's not going to fall that far. But yeah, there's this there's those rough tiers. Um, so we'll skip those guys for now for the most part. I'll, I'll ask you this. Um, I'm sure you have in your mind your kind of best case. scenario. We'll, we'll start positive. Uh, your best case Hawk scenarios. Um, either stay at 15 or maybe like a, a small trade up, something like something realistic. Who are you, uh, who are you rooting for? To the get Hawks to, trade DeAndre Hunter. Oh, no. They trade oh, up. Other than that. To, to uh, take Anthony Black okay. with whatever I, pick they need to take. With Anthony Black, oh, I like Anthony, I like Anthony Black too. I, so. I love Anthony Black's game, Brad. Like that, <laughs> you want to talk about? And you know what? The, the the comp came to me when I was I was walking around in my apartment complex. The comp came to me. I was like, you know, people are, like because people are making like Josh Giddy comparisons. I get it because mm. yeah. I mean, you know, big point guard passer type. I mean, he's a much better athlete. I. I don't see yeah. that. Like, I, and I hear the Lonzo. And, and, I hear the, and defender too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and then I hear the you know the Lonzo, the Lonzo uh, comparisons, which which makes sense. Uh, except like Anthony Black gets to the rim. Like he gets to the rim, Brad. Like he he played on an Arkansas team that couldn't shoot. No had space. No shooting. He's mm-hmm. not a particularly good shooter either. Nobody respects his jumper. But he still lived at the at the rim in the free throw line. For a good Arkansas team, like was their offensive leader pretty much like kind of he was kind of the guy who was stirring the drink for them. And he wasn't supposed to be he was not supposed to be that guy. It was supposed to be Nick Smith. He's supposed to be a role player, but the the roles interestingly reversed. And like he led a good Arkansas team to a deep, you know, tournament run and they were good like throughout yeah. the season. And I'm like, and he kind of does a bit of everything. Like he kind of does a bit of everything, but you know, he's not a leader at any one thing, he's not a really good shooter, but he lives at the free throw line, gets to the rim all the time. It's like, you know who plays like that in the NBA, Brad? Uh-oh. Jimmy Butler. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, wait a minute. I didn't see that coming at all. I was, uh, all right. I didn't, I didn't see it either. I'm like, but like, just at that size. To James Butler. Get, wow. To consistently get to the rim. And it's tough to compare anybody to Jimmy Butler because Jimmy Butler is such a unique basketball player. Who well, also like, went thirtieth for a reason too. Thirtieth like and for a reason because he couldn't shoot. He couldn't. Yep. Sh- uh, no, he was also older. He and was. He had some other stuff, but like 
like to me, I'm like just in terms of I really like Anthony Black's ability to do whatever it took. It he, he's just like to me, he's just a winner. Like he's just a winner, and I like his physical profile and I like the tools that he has. Now he's not gonna be Jimmy Butler, but he, no. he kind of remind like he kind of reminded me of kind of how Jimmy plays, you know, because like Jimmy's not even a high level scorer either. Like he's kind of, you know, he just turns it on when he needs to, and he puts pressure on teams in, the, in a unique way with his ability to get to the free throw line. It 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 it's, it it remains to be seen if Anthony Black can reproduce what he did at Arkansas in terms of his free throw rate. But like, I mean, his free throw rate's really good, you know, and like his the, the amount just the amount of rim pressure plus his passing at his size, like that would that it plus his defense like that really intrigues me. Like that's the guy. Like if I'm if I'm the Hawks, I'm trading a starter. It, it unfortunately won't be DeAndre because like teams aren't dumb. <laughs> so so like uh, unfortunately it's gonna it's gonna cost way more than that, and I pro- it probably costs too much to get up to where you need to do to to get Anthony Black. But like that's the guy that I really like. I like him a lot more than uh probably than consensus. I don't know if I like him more than the Thompson twins, either of them, but. Like he, I feel like he should be. He's closer to that class to me than he is to the Case and Wallace class. Even though I really like Case and Wallace, like if Case and Wallace fell to fifteen, you know, it's a wrap. You know, it's a wrap yeah. in the job. Don't have to think about anything else. Just take them and move on. Move on with the forty-six or forty-eighth pick, whatever they have. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm 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 super high on on AB. Today's show is brought to you by BetterHelp. It's very easy to be confident in everything everyone needs from you all the time and never take a moment to actually think about what you need from yourself. I'm guilty of this for sure in the midst of juggling all kinds of things and a million different work commitments, family commitments, etc. We spend all the time giving. It can sometimes leave us stretched pretty thin or even burned out. Therapy can give you the tools that you need to find more balance in your life. And part of that is being able to support others without actually leaving yourself behind. Therapy is exceptionally helpful when it comes to learning coping skills or even setting boundaries. It can also be, simply be the best version of your possible self. And if you thought about th- starting therapy at any point, I recommend starting with BetterHelp and giving it a try today. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and they will match you with a licensed therapist right now. If you ever want to switch therapists as well, you can do so with absolutely no charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. With BetterHelp, you can also visit betterhelp.com slash today to get a 10% off your first month with BetterHelp. That is betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. One more time, betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA. As far as Anthony Black's concerned, I'm with you. Uh, he's a guy I've liked the entire way. He's been firmly in my top 10. Uh, if you're trading up, that's the kind of bet you're, I think you want to take. You know, yeah. um, this is not, you don't want to think about it this way, but there are multiple ways for him to work. Um, if he if he shoots, he's going to be really, really, really good, I feel like. Yeah. If he doesn't, there's enough other stuff. Like you mentioned the way he puts pressure on the rim, his size, his defense, which you didn't talk about a lot. Like I think he's really good defensively already. Um, good feel for the game, good passing. Like he's kind of built for me to like him quite a bit um, on that front. And again, it's going to be a trade. I can't see something barring a medical or something weird. He's not falling to Atlanta, but um, I'm with you. I, I like the idea of trading up for him more than most guys that you have to trade up for in this class. I think that makes sense. Also with the Hawks personnel, like I think he can play with Trey, which I think would be really interesting. He can play like the thing with me also with Anthony Black is like he can play with Trey and DeJounte because you could probably you can get like he doesn't have the long wingspan, but he's bulky. Like he's over 200 
as an 18 year old. Yeah, it's like eight six standing reach. Like he's got he's got wing size. He's wing size. He's got he's, he's not, got he's got huge. But yeah. yeah, but but he's a he's a wing that can dribble and pass and get to the rim. Like that's something that this Hawks team just like if Bogey Bogey kind of is currently the only guy and like AJ's AJ's developed. Like I said, AJ's developing. He's he's mm-hmm. getting there. Bogey. It's just tough to rely on Bogdanovich for over 20 minutes a game at this stage. And he's also, yeah, I mean, you, we said this before about just the team itself. Uh, Bogey had, was their by far their third best ball handler creator on the yeah. roster this last year. And that's a limitation. Like when Bogey's got it, it's fine. But you're right. I mean, AJ, that you would, I assume, and I think you do too, that as the years go on, AJ will get more and more responsibility with the ball in his hands. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, like it kind of is – uh, especially if they don't plan on bringing in a point guard, which we'll, we'll save that for later. If they don't want to do it, bring in another backup guy, because I, I know you want that. But if they don't do it and they kind of go in with the, with the with the DeJounte plan again, having another guy who can handle the ball some is uh, is very useful for the future. Um, and, and crucially, crucially, just one last point, like the Hawks just had no ability to play Trey, DeJounte, and Bowie on the floor at the same time. And that kind of no. – that's that. That kind of killed them. Defend. Like that killed them yeah. in the playoffs. It, it, yeah. it really did. Like it, and and they'll try it every once in a while. But yeah, I mean that's the thing with the way that Murray was defending this year and the way that you know Bogey, I think is going to defend for the rest of his career at this point probably. Plus Trey, like you, you just can't. There's nothing that you can do with that group defensively. So I'm with you on that. Um, you mentioned Casey Wallace. Um, I'm with you. I, I he's been. Um, I described him as like one of my best case scenarios at 15. I think he might actually get there. I don't know if he's going to, but he might. Um, the pitch there basically, and you can, you can add what you want here is basically, uh, he's a combo guard. He has maybe the ability, maybe the ability long-term to play a little point guard, combo guard size, but big, big guard, physical, long, and then it's defense, point of attack defense. Like he's really good point there. Defense. That, that's, that's the primary appeal of Wallace and maybe a sprinkling of the Kentucky guard thing where maybe he was underutilized or weirdly utilized at, at Kentucky. Anything else you like about him generally speaking, or is that, is that kind of the pitch? I think he can shoot it. I know the numbers didn't show it, but I feel like, like whereas Anthony Black, like that's a legitimate concern because Anthony Black yeah. could just end up being uh, Justice Winslow. Like that, there is you know there is that downside with him. Just and Winslow was more hampered by injuries than than actual play. But um, Kaysen, I think he can actually shoot it. And like I think he he'd be really good in a support role, um, off playing off of Trey, playing off of Dejounte. Um, I don't know about the upside though. Like I don't see the upside scoring. Uh like where you know, Drew Holiday is such a physical offensive player. Uh like he's he really punishes like weak defenders, like taking them to the rack. Like that that takes that that's gonna take some time for Casey to get there. I don't know if he can, because yeah. like Drew's like a Drew's a still an elite athlete. Um, you know. So I, I don't know if Case is that good of an athlete, but like I I I, I like you you just like the profile and you want to bet that if he gets to play alongside like a high end creator like Trey, like he can figure some stuff out on the offense end because the defense I'm confident like he's not he's he won't come into the league like dominant defensive player, but like he's got the upside to be one of the better perimeter defenders in the game. So like and if you can get that at 15 plus good shooting, good decision making, like. It, that that's the dream like that's the dream scenario like yeah it's that, a good that, it's a good one guy. yeah and i i agree with you and it helps to have trey i mean what i don't want for Kaysen is to have him go somewhere where they think he's going to be like the guy at point guard because like in atlanta yeah. it doesn't need to be that you're playing alongside trey 
you, you, he might be able to run second units eventually, but um, he'll never be tasked with being the primary, which you, that's my concern with him is that he can't be that, but that's fine. You don't need him to be in Atlanta. That's why it works in a big way. I'm, I'm a big fan of that. Um, the other guy that I have circled um, as my, you know, again, semi-realistic best case is Grady Dick, who seems to be kind of falling a little bit. Um, that's he's interesting. Like, yeah. And I, I don't think he's going to, honestly, it's like, it's money. It's money night. I would guess he's not available at 15, but he could be. He's he's in the AJ like could get there class. He's not as good of a prospect as AJ, but Gray Dick is maybe the best shooter in the draft and like isn't a zero on defense and has pedigree and like it's kind of um I don't want to say it's boring. Chris Murray is boring. Gray Dick is not like boring, but it really is a pretty simple evaluation like as long as he can defend enough the shooting and the off-ball movement, a little bit of juice on the ball, like it's uh, he's pretty plug and play in some ways. Um Long term, not short term, because again, short term is what it is. But I like Grady Dick. Like I'm, I think Wallace and Grady Dick in some order is my like best case scenario tier, mini tier. Um, I've always, I really wish Grady would change his name. By the way, but like, uh, yeah, there, there's it, a couple, it, a couple of those guys. <laughs> there was you remember, you remember that draft class that had David Duke in it, and I was like, what, what are we yeah, doing? Here, man? Yeah, yeah, Grady, I you know, Grady Richards. Uh, <laughs> It's not, it's not that it's not that big a deal. But like I I really like his game just because every team needs shooting and he's big. Like he's he's legit, yep. like what six seven, six eight with big shooters. shooters. I mean there's and, there's a few and, by the way, he's not the only one that's there's guys like that up and down this group, which is what you're talking about earlier about the wings. Uh yeah, I think he I'm looking at it right now. He measured yeah, uh six and six, six and a half without shoes, so probably close to six eight with shoes. Yeah, and like you know, um he he plays like he he. I like the way he uh cuts to the rim and seeks out contact to finish at the rim. That's something that Kevin Herter is always you know because it like I, white white player comparison. Unfortunately, Tyler, and I will Hawks, tell you this Hawks, right now. I was gonna say yeah, if they draft him, the it's gonna be draft. a flood of Kevin Herter comparisons <laughs> for Gray Dick. A flood. It's never. Oh, it's never gonna stop. Man, it's not and gonna I, stop. It will never stop. I I, I, un- I, I would understand. I understand it. Um, I, I do understand it at certain as you know certain points. I, I think Grady might be a better athlete, whereas Kevin's just a better ball handler, like better ball handler, better processor, like better secondary playmaker. Yeah, I don't I don't think Grady's that, but I, but I think Grady's like has more explosive scoring upside if that makes sense. If it if it all clicks for him, like I think yeah. he has the athleticism to where you know if you're overcrowding him, he can cut back door. And finish through contact and get to the free throw line in ways that Herder couldn't in Atlanta. Granted, he didn't in Sacramento because you know they ran a real offense you know, in Sacramento, so it's, uh, it's pretty. Tough. Yeah, I I, it's pretty tough. I, uh, I look I look forward to uh, every Gray Dick comparison if that were to happen. It's it's plausible. Uh, I mean, the Kyle Korver comparisons are right there. I, I don't that'll think be, that'll that'll be another one. And uh, I said I said before there he's not the only shooter like. There's the big shooter group, which I think Jet Howard is in. Uh, Howard, he's kind of yeah. he's kind of the same size as Gray Dick, you know, six seven, six eight. Um, he's really Brad, bad. If Jet Howard, if Jet Howard could defend, like, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. 
Today's show is brought to you by Ibotta. We're always throwing money at something, school supplies for kids, new house projects, the list goes on and on. It's time to spend that hard-earned money on something else that actually brings something back to you in return, and that means Ibotta. You can earn cash back on every single shopping trip that you do. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items across the board. You link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's just that easy. The average user with Ibotta earns $120 per year in real cash back. That covers a lot of different things, shopping trips or maybe even just cashing out to purchase travel or go to a game. Etc. Have a fun night out. All kinds of options with Ibotta, and you get real cash back, not points. Other apps actually go with points, and with Ibotta, you get the real cash back. Actually, track it in real time as well. You can earn cash back on hundreds of different online brands and retailers as well. When you start with Ibotta, that includes places like Lowe's and Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners five dollars just for trying Ibotta by using the promo code Locked when you register. Go to the App Store or Google Play Store, download the free Ibotta app right now, and use that promo code LOCKED. That is I-B-O-T-T-A, Google Play or App Store. Use that promo code LOCKED. Check out Ibotta today. I don't know if it makes me higher or lower on him than I watched him so much in Michigan. It is what it is, but big shooter is a good selling point, regardless. Like I think defensively, it's kind of a mess, which makes me a little bit lower on him in general, but it'd be reasonable. Like he, The big shooting thing, and he's got the on-ball, a little, little bit of on-ball chops. You have J- Jordan Hawkins is not big, but he's a great Jordan shooter. Hawkins, yeah. Great shooter. great shooter, more of a JJ. Uh, the, the cop I used with Ben was JJ Redick on Jordan Hawkins. That's like good. more yeah. more of the off ball stuff, you know. It's like he's a really good off ball mover, um, better athlete than JJ. I'll give him that. But the three the three minutes that I watched that Kentucky uh, <laughs> championship run, the Rip Hamilton like just constantly moving on the yep. baseline, like that. That's kind of his game, which would add a different element that the Hawks. Well, they they, they don't have really it a have bit that. with Bokey, but like Bogey. Bowie's kind of different, but like they don't really have that where you're just where you have somebody holding the ball waiting for um waiting for Jordan to get open. Like that's that's just an element the Hawks don't have. And it's kind of a way to generate easy points uh in yep. the Duncan Robinson mode. But like, yeah, I I I, I wish you were bigger. Like me it, too. It just, it's, it's tough. It's just tough with Trey. Like, you know, and we're already, yeah, I, I we're think already, I think Jet, Jet, Jet and Jordan Hawkins both. Different in different ways, but their their defensive limitations. I, I'd be I'd be okay with Jet just because he's bigger. He's bigger. Like, you can get yep. away with it. I agree. Um, and he's young, and like you know, maybe pedigree will get him the some level defensively. But it's yeah. The I, I would I would terrible. have Jet ahead of Jordan for the Hawks in particular. I, I would like Jet Jet Howard more. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of the the shooter first group. Um, then you have like you know Chris Murray. I'm sure you're not surprised. I like Chris Murray quite a bit. He's kind of boring. He's not. He, I, like not I like yeah, his brother. I like his brother. I like him. Yeah, and um, you know, it kind of goes on the other side. I, I don't think I don't think he'd be an upside pick. So there's that. But at 15, it's different than if you're trading up for somebody, which they wouldn't be doing for Chris Murray, I don't think. And like, speaking of size, like he he measured six eight with an eight ten standing reach. Like he's standing he's reach, big, like, man. Huge. So yeah, the, he, he, the could, only, he could play the four, you would think. Yeah, the only downside with Chris Murray is goes back to our topic of the rookie that the drafting is not going to play, and he's already old. Yeah, so it's like he, you're going to take he, an he, older rookie right. that's not going to play. If there is, one, I will say, if there is one, if there is one guy that the Hawks, if you said, okay, this is not again, this this is not how anyone should draft, but if you said okay, for this exercise, I care about one thing, and it's that this guy has to play 20 minutes a game for me next year, I'd pick Chris Murray's the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say this. 15, 
I think might be a little pushing it with Chris Murray, even though I, I yeah, it's right. No, I don't think it's weird. It's just like talent wise, I actually don't think he's that much different than these other guys, even though he's older. But yeah. like, if if, if the Hawks were to move back, he's there at twenty one, and they take him, I got no problems with that. That that'd be a perfect pick. That would be, yeah, I would agree. That's that's perfect scenario. It's trade down for him. I would take him at 15 and be fine with it. Um, but there's that. Uh, Bilal's going to be long gone. So, yeah, everybody else, I guess maybe maybe Bilal, maybe maybe, 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 you throw, maybe you throw Max Lewis in this group or Bryce Sensabaugh, I don't know, about, Max, on the wings. On the wings, I mean. I, I'll just say the, the one thing about Maxwell Lewis is, like, uh, if he was – if he's this talented, why was he bad at Pepperdine? Yeah, so – yeah, he, he was pretty good in the first couple months, and then he really, really, really had a bad second half of the season. Um, and yeah, I don't think he was particularly effective. Like he was the the way that I would explain it, if I was trying to spin it positively, would be that he was the guy at Pepperdine, and he will not be the guy in the NBA. So maybe that helps. Uh, but it's but, still Pepperdine. But you, you would think I that mean, an NBA top twenty pick would be able to play better than he did. At and, and here's another thing: it's like okay. You're a four star. You go play for Pepperdine. You're meh. Like, will he? The Cam Reddish, I feel, is a little strong. Like, it, let me put yeah, it that way. You, you know be. what I'm talking about with Cam Reddish, where it's like, uh-huh. I want to be the guy. Like, I got all the tools in the toolbox, and like, everybody knows it. And I'm a dominant workout player. So, like, I'm just going to take bad shots all the time for a Hawks team that that's the one you cannot. There's only one basketball player on this team that can take bad shots, folks. Uh, number eleven he, he, is allowed to do he that. He makes he makes the max money. Everybody else got. Yeah. Everybody else got to feed feed what he give them. I, I yeah, hate I hate to be that person. That's, that's reality. It's, it's it, probably true. No, I, you're right, and I think that's that, that's a and also I think even more so than Mur- that's too, it's too high for me. I wouldn't take him at fifteen. It's just too much. Yeah. If you trade down, it's fine. Uh, just value. I, I'm never I'm again. Never like if, to, they, if, it, if they were going to trade down to 22, 21, 22 and take him, yeah, yeah, two bets, sure, because yeah, the upside there is pretty interesting. Um. The other group is the is kind of the combo guardy group of guys. Um, I'll throw the names out, and you can tell me who you like and who you don't. Uh, uh, this is in no order, but you have, you have Kobe Bufkin, you have Jalen Hutchinson, you have Nick Smith, Keontae George. I think it's those four guys are like the combo guard group. Uh, do you like any of them? I have well, no opinion about Keontae George. It's I I've seen him. I've seen him play. I'm like, it could work. It couldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't do I'm it in not, Atlanta at 15. That's I'm not much. interested at him. And I don't I don't think he's not talented. I just, I, I don't know about him. I just, like, I don't know how it's going to work in Atlanta. Put it that way. I'm with you. Um, and Jayla Hood Shafino, like. By the I way, a guy, play. sneaky, sneakily, a guy who's, like, maybe going to go in the lottery now, like, there's lots of intel buzz on Huchifino being gone before the Hawks even pick, just for the record. The, I mean, he, it, it could be one of those things where teams have more information than than we do, but, like, he um, he was quite bad at Indiana. Granted, he played for Mike Woodson. I understand. Uh, yeah, I you, understand you know Mike Woodson, Mike more Woodson than everyone Woodson. else does. Yeah. we I had but that like, conversation on a, on a podcast. I was like, guys, did you remember – did anybody watch Mike Woodson coach the Hawks or maybe the Knicks? Um, and then you throw in playing with two bigs at all times in the Big Ten. So like I get the excuses and I'll make them. I I kind of like Joe Field more than I more than I normally would for a guy who was as not efficient as he was in college. But yeah, the combination of him, I think he might be gone. Which again, I don't. I'm not saying that's right. I think he might be gone. And uh, not my favorite. I mean, I can I can see it just because he's big, like he's huge. He is, and he's he a point is, guard. 
big and talented. Yeah. 16, 16 wingspan, over 200 pounds. Like the theory of the case is there, but it's like to me, I'm like, is the touch there? Is the passing acumen actually there, or is it more usage that he had at Indiana that kind of yeah. greased his numbers? Like, I, or, uh, okay, before I forget, there, there was a time in this cycle where you were insisting to me that Nick Smith is going to be the pick at 15. Nick Smith is probably still going to be the pick. I mean, that's <laughs> really here. Come on. <laughs> okay. So, why, so I don't I know, know what we're doing. I don't know, I know why, you that, I'm why, why, why you say that. I'm talking about all these guys. We're talking about all these guys. Because he was the former top five guy in the Hawks. I mean, for better, for better recently. For the Hawks going to take they, the Hawks do draft on high school pedigree. They did it with Cam Reddish. Now, I will say, and they did it with say, this is not the same front office. I'll just throw it out there. Not the same front office. It's not, but it's the same guys. And like you get Nick Smith in a in a workout, like he's probably gonna look really good. And like I, I like him. I, I like him just as an aside. He is, he's a very talented guy. He's he six, in, six five. I, I, he, can, he can really score. He's, he's got you talk, you talk about having a bag. Nick Smith has a very yeah. Very, he's got very, he's got the bag. quote unquote bag. And like yes. you know, with again, like to me. There's no guarantee DeJounte is going to be on this team after this season. So, like, that is correct. Being like, well, we can't draft him because we got DeJounte and Trey. Like, we can't account for like what the future holds. I'm, I'm, if, if I feel like he's the most talented guy there at 15, I just take him. And like, I, I, I really, I really, I still like the talent. He didn't show it as much. Like, he wasn't productive for a good Arkansas team. They really needed him. That, like, that Arkansas team probably could, if Jake, if, if um, Nick Smith was as good, as what we thought he was going to be coming out of high school, I think that Arkansas team uh, makes a run for the title because that that was they were super talented, but like he kind of he kind of just fell flat a bit. But the ta- like to me, the talent is there, and he was hurt all year, so who knows? Like in, um, I I just I don't know. I kind I really like him, but uh, the Hawks are going to take him. Like if he's there at fifteen, he's just going to take him. <laughs> about and like, they, fans going to be like, but but, but but they, they could have drafted Case and Wallen like. Case well, Wallace wasn't all hoop mixtape saucing dudes up. In high the, the, other, the other guy, the other guy, the other guy that's like that, and I, I've joked about it plenty, but is Derek White, who's, who's not a who's not a combo guard, he's a wing, but he is the he's the complete question mark health guy in this class, but a former top five pick, uh, sorry, top five prospect, went to Duke. You know, all the parallels are there. Um, from what I can glean, the medical is okay, but I don't I don't know that for sure. I I don't know. Um, and if you watch the tape at Duke, he wasn't particularly awesome. Like he, I, I don't think he was healthy, which which is part of the problem. But he's the other like total wild card. If they're if they're going back to high school, like they would be on Nick Smith, Whitehead would be almost better. Like he was right up there too. The difference, the thing that concerns me about Derek Whitehead, it, it also kind of it doesn't concern me with AJ because I think he's he's growing out of it. But like with AJ, he showed that he doesn't need his athleticism to be a good basketball player. Whereas with Derek, I feel like that athleticism is a core tenet of his game. And if he doesn't have that, like, can he fall back on his other tools? Like, he is a good shooter. I don't think but that he, didn't, he, he wasn't. The, yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. He was. He he wasn't like the offensive. Like AJ Griffin was legitimately a great offensive player for a Duke team that desperately needed his. Shooter. And AJ AJ's skill set. AJ's skill set is. Uh... At a better level, I, I think Derek White needs to. He, yeah, yeah. Derek White need, yeah. needs to be athletic, uh, and I think you saw that this year in college. I mean, AJ was AJ was different than he will be eventually in college. He played a smaller role at Duke in some ways, but 
he made shots and the touches, you know, outlier. I mean, AJ has outlier, yeah, outlier great touch. And I don't think Derek yeah. has that. And that, that's what that might, if, because if, right, AJ's still working that athleticism back. Like, it's going to take time for AJ to trust his body in order to go I'm up with and you. be physical. You know, yeah. Derek, especially young guys with lower body injuries, like, I mean, honestly, we see it with DeAndre Hunter, Brad. I don't think since the knee injury, I don't think DeAndre Hunter's played with the level of force and physicality. No, he hasn't been as on either end of the floor since 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 that knee injury. So, like, that's fair. There's no guarantee it comes back, and and it might be more mental than anything else. So, yeah. I, I'm I'm it, I'm not I'm not down on I, again. Drake no. is another guy. If you trade back, he's there at 21. It's more of a about more it. risky. But 15, yeah. If you have more picks, then I, I, I told, I'm with you, I think, on that one. Um, before we get out of here, and um, I have to escape. But uh, sorry, anybody we haven't talked about yet uh, that you want I mean, to talk we, about that you, you like? You mentioned, you mentioned Kobe Bumpkin. Yeah, I don't think another guy's going to be gone, I think. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be there. But I think he's – like the difference between him and a lot of these guys, he was actually good in college, a rarity. He was. He was. For a guard, especially for a guard. Like and he, he was, was really a two-year good. guy at Michigan, but he is the same age as all of these run and done guys. He's a very, yeah, very young so. sophomore. So. so if he's there at 15, yeah, I, I you know, I like I like him more than Nick Smith. I like for that me guard too. group, I like yeah. him about as much. Like to me, he's in the same class as a case in Wallace or Grady Dick if they fall. Like if, yep. if Buffkins there, I, you just take him at 15, you don't even think about it. I, I try to. Ha- I wanted you to say that because you know he's a Michigan guy. I'm really I'm su- I'm not like in the bag for Michigan. I mean, I am a Michigan fan, but I'm not like blindly in the bag for these guys i, I jet especially I mean, was you're, bad you're, you're you're blindly in the back for these fab five guys you know? that's true 100 percent about that that's you're in the back you're in the back for jet howard's dad you know that's that's, fi- that's that's fine I'm, i've certainly raised my hand and admit that even though you're wrong about the five five all the time moving on thank you tyler for being here uh we will do we will do this again after the draft after they make a trade or something maybe or After some picks when, or... when they make some trades and they picks and yeah like, so we tried to tell y'all about the cost cutting we like, will okay. probably say something like that in the near future but I'll, i will beg you to come back on in the near future in the meantime give me your anime minute and then uh where can people find you on the uh on social media anime places minute. there's always something I don't, if there isn't that's yeah fine. um Wow, I wasn't actually for weirdly, I wasn't prepared for the anime. Wow, you, you knew it was coming. It. Come on, we had days. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I'm watching <laughs> so many things. Like, the thing is, I'm watching everything. That's and it's hard to like pinpoint. I understand. Uh, if you want to like a nice, sh- like, if you're if you're an anime fan, you just want something to like up your mood and like have a more positive outlook on life, skip and loafer, which is kind of a uh, uh, it's just like a slice of life high school romance it's very uplifting like it's it's a it's like you you feel good after every episode type of show so like if you want that if you want that you know after this hawk season where (laughs) you know you you gotta you gotta get you gotta get the demons out like that's that's a good show to watch it's pretty it's pretty wholesome okay that's a recommendation i'm uh i'm in on that all right there you have it follow tyler if he lets you on twitter at jonesy 24 i'm a fault he Jones may not let you, but Twitter. you can try. He might. He may let you, or he might not. We'll have more. I'll have at least one more podcast. It might be two, might be more. I don't know. At least one more before the draft. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe to this podcast. Thank you again, Tyler. I appreciate it. As for everybody else, we'll see you all next time.